everyone, welcome back to Love Life Hacks. I almost burped. With your host, Tracy Love, and my husband, Chris Silver, who never burps. But he barks, though. Um, you set that up. Let's see what kind of a show this is going to be. We just watched the NBA Finals, okay? What triple, double, do? triple, double assist points. Oh. You oh, went in for the layup. I set it up for you and you went dunk. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, call me, call me yo, bitch, not yo, bitch. Um, yo, kids. Call me yo, kids, not yo, kids. <laughs> okay, you can't have all the white players, I get it. No, there's not okay. enough. Today we are talking about the benefit of taking time away from your children. Or whoever you're caring for as a couple, it is imperative that the couple has their own solo getaway, vacation, turn your phone off, take your clothes off. Yes, whether you're having sex or not, definitely touch each other and then have sex. Hey, whatever you like. Whatever you don't like you, sex, that's fine. That's fine. Well, yeah, no, that's fine. That's okay. That's another. Do you? That's another episode, my love. Do you? Um, but I think it's important. What do you think? I think it's important that couples take some time alone. Just like I think it's important that an individual takes me time apart from their partner, apart from their family and their yes. job. Yeah, I mean, couple me time. I mean, when people talk about date nights and stuff, right? I know that the experience when you're raising young children can feel like we're losing our couple energy. Oh, I'm so sorry that I cut you off. No, it's fine. It's like you can feel like we're losing our together energy because there's always a third person in a dynamic. So as much as we love our children, it's Father's Day. Hello. Hey. I love my children so much. And they are full human beings. They bring a whole package of their own energy. So it is relationship-wise. It's just not the two of you anymore when the child is around and the focus goes in many ways there and that's beautiful and when you're really trying to figure out where do we stand or just have fun together as a couple you need to be on your own sometimes mm-hmm. together with each other yeah I mean hello we just did that for a week and oh my god we just had the house to ourselves for one entire week one calendar week and a day TBH and yeah. and it was only supposed to be the weekend so it was really such a special treat yeah. when the pickup date was pushed back twice Ugh. I mean how does it even feel wearing a shirt I, I hate it I hate wearing clothes having fabric on your body I know that they see this is why I love the summer because I prefer to take clothes off I hate putting clothes on um, I, it, we live with my stepdaughter, who yes. is my daughter that someone else carried. That's fine. My children are my children that someone else carried. Yes. Okay. Um, however, and it's wonderful. However, um, if I were to raise my own children, I would probably raise them in, in a house where they're comfortable seeing my boobs. 
right. seeing my breasts, seeing like, my naked body. They're little like that, yeah. Of uh, course, you met my daughter at age 12. 12 so, so no. A little awkward. Even though I did make that joke. I was like, let's just walk around with our tops off. Come on, you've already seen everything. Jesus. Right. Um, but, you know, I would, I would raise my children to be comfortable being nude. So, to say at a young age, sure. But does it have to end? Fun fact. I was raised in a nudist household. Having said that, I grew up alone with my mother. And then there was a stepdad who was more like a friend dad who came in every once in a while. Um, and different other men that my mother hung out with and sometimes friends of hers. Anyways, um, when we would go out on weekends or on vacation, very often the beaches that we would go to were always nude beaches. So I grew up around nudity a lot. It's very normal for me. Um, and I'm zero judgmental in either way. Like it's, if you like clothes, then that's cool. But I'm just saying, when you grow up like that, it's pretty, it doesn't really mean anything. It's like, okay, so it's just um, the body that God gave you. I, I don't put as much meaning onto being naked as other people do probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel it's like a, I don't know, like, Again, I, I don't judge. It's a, a morally, religiously, or whatever it is that makes you comfortable or not with it, it's all fine. It's just for me personally, nakedness is not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. It's just how we were made. It's not that big of a deal, and it is so important. It is la right. más importante to be able to get rid of everything on your person. Yes and just be free and just walk in the way that God made you. Mm. Right. Mm. What I would like to say, though, is it's the stereotype, because some people have stereotypes about nudists, and, I, and I'm probably not a, like, I'm not a militant nudist. I didn't take my kids to nude beaches, which she in America would have also been difficult. But um, I'm just saying what I don't like when it comes to stereotypes, people think that nudists are somehow like having orgies or something some people think that that's not true they literally just like to uh, go experience nature without clothes on clothing optional I grew up in in nudist surroundings and there were no orgies it was it was old people young people families that just enjoyed being free yeah I would love that and um, when you grow up in a community like that you don't stop being nude because the children are of a certain age. I wouldn't necessarily walk around nude 24-7, but if I were... But I would probably walk around topless more often. Yeah. And and no matter what age my kids are. But it's an interesting question in a relationship, maybe just in a relationship sense. How comfortable are you being... Like, when you're alone with your partner, how comfortable are you just being yourself? Mm. Uh, Which could include without clothes on right like do you feel when you're around your partner that you need to look a certain way or you know have your hair done look mm. like I've, I've well I've been with women that told me that, that like they would never let me see me see them without their hair their done. real hair and you know with some women that's a bigger issue than with others you know what I'm talking about like, like if you're wearing a wig or if you have a weave or whatever like it's a you know there's a whole Re- thing that goes into women. it yeah well, yeah but not not just black women but yeah 
like but it can be a bigger issue for black women for sure I guess. yeah for sure you would know ah. about that. But, um, what would you say i wouldn't know about that no i mean obviously you can talk about that better like how it is for you have you ever you, you've had short hair for much of your life but have you ever been through this scenario of like oh i have to wake up before him so that i yeah, can do you're my around hair somebody that Hold now on. it's becoming a relationship at what point do you get comfortable just having your natural hair around someone is that an issue that you've been I would say unfortunately and fortunately no and I'll say this because fortunately no um, no sugar Just for, coffee and cream. Uh, yeah have I have I ever experienced that no because I've always been quite content with what I have going on um, and all over, baby. All over. That's what I'm gonna say. Uh, um, you know, uh, yeah, I've, I've I've been okay. Like my my hair has been long, it's been short, it's been nappy, it's been braided, it's been curly, it's been straight, it's been dyed, fried, blow dried. Um, and I've been okay with those phases and and the transition in between. Um, I would say, unfortunately, because. I just never really cared enough. And I say that unfortunate. I say that's unfortunate because I'm in a phase in my life where I'm craving to care more. Hmm. And I'm actively practicing right. <laughs> caring more about people and events and impressing people and doing more and growing. Um, so when I see women who care, I think it's beautiful. And I think what she's saying is, I want to present you with the best me possible. Mm -hmm. So you should only see me at my most glorious. You should only see me at my highest, my most goddess. And also, we are goddesses 24 seven, no matter what we have sewed or glued into our head. We are beautiful, and it is important for us all to know that. And it is important for us all to be with people who understand that as well. Because because there are some men who require that from their partner. So let's not put all of the energy and all of the blame on women who do that. There are right. some men that require that level of maintenance. Right. Well, let's talk about, okay, what makes people feel comfortable in relationships, right? So some people talk about... Some people are just not comfortable naked, period. They have a different idea of nakedness. Mm -hmm. They don't get nakedness unless it is... Like, they don't sleep naked. Sexy. Mm -hmm. They only get naked to shower and have sex naked. Mm -hmm. um, Maybe. Uh, other people, like you and me, kind I of enjoy this. being without clothes. For us, it's like a comfort, an expression of comfort to not have to be dressed yeah. sometimes. Mm -hmm. And we're comfortable around each other, not dressed either. Mm -hmm. And that's both of those are fine right but like in a relationship when it comes to okay so my partner likes me like say if you're a woman and he's like my partner likes it when I'm in these and those like outfits or mm -hmm. he likes it when I dress nicely at home when I have nice a nice negligee on or something like mm -hmm. that nice lingerie or something like that right then I guess the question is does 
do you as a woman enjoy that too, right? I mean, what makes you feel comfortable? Making that effort is great, but if you just don't feel like it or if it's not your thing, like, can you make an effort that's not comfortable for you in an area like that that's as personal Absolutely. as that? Like, if you have a partner who says, I just want to see you walk around naked because that's maybe makes me happy and I love being, you know, all free and naked, but you've literally never been comfortable with that and you yeah. even sleep in your clothes yeah then how do you deal with that relationship with everything else with that partner is great well that's twofold one um if you want me you're gonna have to get me at my most comfortable if my most comfortable is covered in cloth then that is just is what it is because the issue is never the issue um clearly there could potentially be something deeper mm -hmm. as to why this woman does not feel comfortable naked in her right. home with her partner um, so as a partner I would ask my partner to dig into that as opposed to just do it just for me I would try to get to the root of that I would want to go seek out some professional help you know a sex therapist a body coach or whatever um, but at its core, it's how do you deal with that? You don't. You be honest and you say, I'm not comfortable with it. Right. And then you both have to reevaluate your relationship. And that's why asking questions on a first date, like how comfortable are you being naked around people, is important. Yeah, or establishing, even just establishing the theme of what makes me feel comfortable in general like mm -hmm. as a relation as a conversation issue right like when I coach people on dating which I've done a good number of times I always tell people like go early in, in like when you're dating someone and you and you mean you're dating to be in a relationship then don't be afraid to be clear about what makes me comfortable is important for me mm -hmm. no matter to how many details of it you go mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. if you don't feel comfortable in the first date to talk about every single detail of that mm -hmm. being naked or not but just generally saying hey I'm a person who it's important for me that someone else respects what's safe and comfortable for me right and vice versa and then that person would say but I like to see my partner's naked bandage right and from that place it's cool when you can say okay cool maybe we're not for each maybe other maybe we're not for each other because it's important to me just as it's important to you that I have certain things that are non-negotiable because that just simply makes me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So I guess it's answering my own question, sort of, mm -hmm. which you already partly did, but it's like finding out, okay, what issues are negotiable and which are not. If being naked makes me completely uncomfortable or being clothed makes me completely uncomfortable, then it's probably I can't negotiate that in my relationship. Right. That's just something that if you really completely the opposite of me, we're we might just not be for we're each not, other. We're not compatible. It's not a fit. Right now. Yeah. We're all on our own path. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Close. forcing... <laughs> yes. I'm not a fan of forcing your partner to be a certain way because it makes you happy. I'm a fan of sharing what makes you happy and checking in with your partner to see if they can deliver that. Hopefully they can deliver more of what you want than not. What is it that you think has people go the other way, like be more into... You can go your own way. <laughs> the my way or the highway thing, where does that come from? Is it a lack of faith in finding a partner that's 
ego. It's ego. It's my way or the highway. No, but really, that's an interesting question to me. Is it a lack of? It's a lack of faith that you could find someone who actually fits you perfectly. Yeah. Or is it a lack of willingness to move and grow and open up to another person? Uh, I think those two are on branches on the same tree. Okay. Um, and also, it's a lack of faith that you'll find someone. And also, priorities. So if someone prioritizes beauty, they're going to choose a beautiful person and beat them over the head until they change. <laughs> because I want to look at you every day. So I want you to be and do as I say so that I can look at you every day. Because, um, yeah, there's no one else like you. It feels like being in a box, right? I mean, it feels like being in a prison almost when you're in that kind of a relationship. Yeah, it sucks. Um, it, it, It sucks. And the only person that doesn't understand that is the warden. Of the prison, aka the partner with all of the issues. Right. I guess I am using my foot to hold my drink up right now. Mm-hmm. Sexy. Um, yeah. It is like being in a prison, and it's sad. So, partners, do you hear that? It's like being in a prison. If you are the partner who is trying to force your partner to change and behave and do as you say and just say all the right things and make all the right moves that sucks we are not meant to live like that hallelujah and it's, here's a bit of psychology to provide some context to that it might be that you don't know anything else yeah it might be that because of the home you grew up in you watched your parents be like in a prison with each other it might be that you felt like in a prison with your parents or, or one parent that raised you. Or, or you felt like this person, I'm yeah. always exposed to this person. And for some reason, you keep repeating that same pattern. And also, maybe you grew up in a wild house and you thought, the only way my house is not going to be like this is if I have strict, rigid rules. The only way my family is not going to end up like this right. is if I control my partner. Right. Because I have all the right answers. And clearly, this is the best way to live. So you should be doing what I want. And the answer to that is? Go suck a fat. <laughs> <laughs> no, the answer to that in my mind is, give, you can give yours. My answer to that is, anything that's based on what's in the past is not going to move you forward mm-hmm. in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Anything that you say, mm-hmm. I'm doing this because this and that happened when I was right. a kid or this and that. Mm-hmm. And I want to avoid this or that. Avoidance of past issues is not a path to building a healthy future. Write that down. What you resist persists. What you look at disappears. So let's never focus on what we don't want. We're focusing on what we are creating and what we want in this world. What do you want? It's important to ask that of your partner. What kind of partner do you want? I want a partner that does X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. All right. Now look at the partner you have now. Do they do that? Are they this person? Do they, in fact, want to change and be the person that makes you happy? Because that's important. Some people actually do want to be better. I would like to care more. I think that would be 
beneficial for my relationship right. and my family. Well, and I enjoy your path of wanting to care more, just like you enjoy my path of wanting to do other things in my life. But like what? That works on the foundations that we have in our relationship. I come back to that, but like foundations of our relationship are working. So it's, I'm not with you thinking if only she could care more, then I'd finally be happy with her. Right. I'm happy with you as you are. This episode is brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts soon. Oh, God. I know, it's not. not. I mean, I can, I can say Dunkin' Donuts. Okay, this episode is not sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts, but at some point we will target Dunkin' Donuts because of this. All right, so we're going to wrap it up. What, what did we talk about today? How important it is to spend alone time with your partner away from the kids, away from the job, away from responsibilities. Roommates, pets, it could be anything if you don't have kids, yeah. Whatever, exactly. Roommates, pets, exactly. Just get away or have a staycation. Walk around naked if you're comfortable. If you're comfortable. If you're not comfortable, let's talk about why you're not comfortable being naked in front of your partner but no rush Amen. and also making your partner feel safe and also man nobody wants to be in a prison relationship Amen. no one wants to feel like you are the warden and they are the prisoner sentenced to life believe, imprisonment when, when you find for those who are looking or for those who are not happy in the relationship they have it's just us here right now so you can be honest about that when you find the relationship that's really the right one for you you're gonna you're gonna keep feeling free it's gonna be like mm. free at last mm, jesus With the right person you're going to thank be god free. almighty amen some people don't want to be free though sure some uh, people don't don't see free as positive we and can talk about that in another episode but we kind of went there in this episode we talked about how if you've been in prison your whole life or that's how you feel mm-hmm. right. in your family, watching your parents or whatever it is, how you grew up. Then you might that might be the only place you know, so you weirdly feel comfortable. Mm. Be kind to, of locked into something. To, but the, the message is everyone can be free. To each their own. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.